Mic check, one, two. Welcome to the Articulate Podcast. I am your host, Nova. Here with me today is So-Called Air. What up, what's up, what's up, guys? So, uh, Articulate NYC is a community created for artists by artists. Our mission is to inspire artists to thrive by creating safe spaces and providing platforms to express, connect, and elevate. We host open mics, showcases, and do workshops all over in New York City. And um, we're looking to grow and build and uh we'll be doing some behind the scenes interviews event recaps and talking about different things in the underground art and music scene in new york city that's my intro i have so far (laughs) (laughs) um so i have with me today an artist that goes by the name of so-called air he will be a regular uh, part of my podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so so-called air. Yes. Uh, tell me a little bit about what inspired you to create your name, so-called air. Um, it uh pretty much came pretty natural in my opinion. I never really uh thought much about it. I always wanted to. <laughs> in my opinion. I always just thought about it, you know, I just wanted to feel freely and um, always just speak from the heart, I guess, and uh, air is the most free substance in the world, in my opinion. Nothing holds it down, nothing's chaining it down, it's just its own thing, so that's why. Okay, that's what's up, and um, what type of art do you do? Art, uh, I've drawn in uh, my past life. like what type of uh, like pencil or any specific mediums? I mean, pencil pens don't really matter. You know, just you draw whatever you're comfortable with. Most people like to nowadays use those uh, iPads and those kind of things, PowerPoint and DreamWorks and PowerPoint. Yeah, you know, PowerPoint. <laughs> they they got to do what they got to do. You know, get to the bag. You know, but so you're more of a pen and paper rather than a digital. Yeah, I'm more hands on. You know, I like to uh, feel the paper, feel the pen. You know, feel the strokes, that kind of thing. You know, you gotta feel the strokes. Pause. <laughs> I see. So, um, and oh, what type of style? Like, um, would it be like cartoon or more like? Um, like fine art like definitely more anime inspired in my opinion yeah definitely uh i like some of the the fine arts where you draw abstract sometimes or you could take maybe a colonial inspiration and draw something more architect wise like buildings and super like on point kind of things like and things of that nature but you know i'm more anime inspired i always have been i see and uh is that the only type of art that you do yeah, I like graffiti as well. Graffiti is super fire. Like, growing up in the city of New York, you know, going around, taking the train, you always see a lot of graffiti everywhere, so you kind of take it in and uh, get inspired by the graffiti, just, you know, the strokes and the, the kind of art and uh, the way it's just drawn out, like, super expressive. Sometimes you can see the painting and the art and how someone feels, you know, and even to take in, like, wow, someone, like, climbed over this bridge, like, 
a quarter of the way and really drew something there like that's that's wild like you probably got you gotta yeah, take they, that yeah they live and die for this shit yeah you know they're willing <laughs> to fucking take a fucking side of themselves and really put themselves out there like that you know they could get caught up and arrested too that shit catches up to you so they're willing to go out there okay and let's talk about like music or other forms of art um is there any mm -hmm. other things that you create or um are you mainly a visual artist like what tell me more about your art as a whole as a whole and well, your you as an artist well as a whole i just eventually want to um get to music and get to uh get to really spread in that and really dive in and see what the world has to hold i know a lot of there's a lot of discrepancies in the industry as in uh the way things go along now, especially nowadays, you have to be popular or have a certain sound. But I don't want to like fall into that line, and I just want to break in and break out a, a different way and really do something like that. Like the world has has probably not seen before in a in a sense, but has like through different aspects, like a different artists that came up and they were the great, they were the greatest, the best. Uh, the old time because they each brought something to the genre that was simply different it wasn't something like a sheep following and lead and following the herd it was a wolf in their own way and they they turned out and you know they only love family you know and they turned out and created their only aspect where they created something to the game or something to the to the industry that was completely different and something that grew you know people followed the line and it soon became monetized popular between everybody I see. And what does um, art mean to you? Um, as you do, you talk, you spoke a little bit about, you know, basically creating your own lane mm. and um, getting getting popular off of just like doing your thing and mm. having your own style. So, um, like, what what to you? What what is art? Well, art for me stands for you know, A stands for artificial. You know, being artificial to yourself, real to who you are, no matter who who it is out there. You know, always putting yourself out there first and foremost, because that's part of art, expressing it and knowing that it's going to get judged. People are going to say things about it, whether you like it or not. And it's not about that. It's about you being artificial to yourself and being able to put yourself out there for the world, for make good change, you know, as well as for the art, for the art. I like to say, you know, rap, you know, rap it completely where all forms and mediums of art, there's a whole bunch of different ways people like to express themselves. You know, people like to plank to express themselves. People in the street, you know, there's the naked cowboy people know about this. People that we walk down the street, sometimes we see people dancing, you know, and they you got expressing their form of art and they rapping it, you know, so you got to stay, stay real to it. And lastly, the T for terrain, you know, you got to be, terrain about yours, about your territory, your style, your your way you express yourself and be prideful and be real about it, you know, and understand that you got to be able to sometimes change with the form or, or move forward, but always stay true to your terrain, your field, and what you aspire to be. All right, that's, I like that you used the, um, you spelled out the word art yeah. and gave it a definition. That's what's up. Yeah, to me, I define art as a reflection of truth, and mm -hmm. that spells art, because um, I really believe that um, 
you know, especially people's voices. I feel like everyone's voices is important and needs to be heard, and especially those that are underrepresented, especially in the arts, because they are often dominated by a certain look, a certain style, a certain type of artist. And mm -hmm. uh, I think art, like some of the things you see, it is very commercialized. And I don't think that that's art. I think art has to have a degree of uh, rawness and grittiness. And uh, it's got to be your truth, no matter if it, it looks a little bit ugly or off. like you take that truth and you make it something beautiful and I think that's art so it's meant to um, disturb the comfortable and comfort the disturbed mm -hmm. so uh, something that looks super cookie cutter perfect like no no flaws that to me is not art but um, I feel like a lot of times especially in New York City things become uh, commercialized and too like sterile and uh that's the the movement we're trying to create is against that so um i like i like the definition a lot especially with the terrain and the realness mm. Mm -hmm. thank you thank you thank you you know gang gang our army out here you know articulate nyc but you know enough about me about the greatness and i just want to hear the greatness of the podcast how did uh articulate come about how did uh that inspire you what what happened one day did you just like wake up and was like god's calling me like <laughs> i need to figure this out i need to find a mic now like what's going on um well speaking of god's calling me it, it was the product of a spiritual and a personal journey um so i um i i've been a closet artist for a long time. I've been writing th since I was about eight years old, writing poetry and mm. uh, poems, uh, stories, um, songs sometimes even. And I just always had that in the background of everything else I was doing and pushing for. And I just saw it as like a hobby and didn't really take it seriously. And then, um, I last year I went abroad to India for a month and a half um, and it was uh, it's kind of like um, cliche but it was a very like impactful spiritual journey for me um, you know uh, India is the motherland of yoga and spirituality mm -hmm. and uh, at at that uh, being immersed in that kind of lifestyle and constantly being reminded of the important things of life you know being in a third world country you really see that this bullshit the everyday things that we go through it really doesn't mean shit like you know mm -hmm. the things that you stress about the things that um you get prideful about the things that you celebrate like every little thing in your life is a little like a speck and you are a speck in a huge universe you know so the things that really matter in my opinion is connection to yourself and to others um so anyway um at the end of the journey we had like a little talent show and it was the first time i ever shared a poem out loud because i was always i always felt like my voice was not like anything special or anything 
that needed to be heard, you know? Or I felt like every time I saw someone dope, I was like, well, they already, you know, said everything that needed to be said. Like, well, I don't have nothing to contribute. Uh, so I would, like, go to different open mics and stuff, but I would never feel, um, like, in a safe space or in a comfortable space to share something um and then when i was overseas i did for the first time and um people were crying literally like moved to tears and it was really crazy that something that i share with complete strangers could hit so hard to the fact that they you know that, that they're in tears and uh, were they like people of like the native land or like the people that were there with you during like the internship that were part of um well both yeah both like our we had some teachers and um people that were native to india and then also the people that were in my program um i shared a poem about my dad who who passed away uh, about four years ago mm-hmm. And uh, people were coming up to me and they were saying, like, they lost someone also and they um, they really felt that, you know, mm-hmm. even if they didn't necessarily, you know, lose a parent, but they might have lost someone close to them or they might have been in a space that they, the words that I was saying really resonated with them. And for the first time, I was like, wow, um, you know, like, I can I can do this. So I came back to the States uh after i was away all summer and then uh i started going to open mics and uh, linking up with different people and uh at my school i was uh i i i was uh, already like in the process of building this kind of like uh community like mm-hmm. a school organization for artists um to s- express themselves and I finally got the approval and all that. So that started in the semester and through that I was building connections and uh, expanding my network and putting myself out there as a performer and also a community organizer. I linked up with different venues, different artists, and um, I crossed paths with so many of the right people and the right circumstances and mm, i fate. found yeah fate and, found you in a way and I, I like i i didn't let one opportunity like pass by and I, I i just kept like kept pushing kept pushing like let's see how far i can go how far i can go and it it it, it like exploded you know people were really receptive soldier. Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> people were receptive to it like od like we we had our our first event um that we ever did was at um, our venue that we still we do monthly events there, uh, uh, the Nest in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Do you, do you plug? <laughs> Go ahead. No shame, no shame here. Yeah. So um, they uh, they were the first the first space that we really connected with, and well, I really connected with uh, the owner and asked him if where, I could do it. Where is a, this this nest you speak of? Like, where where can I uh, find this mysterious nest? <laughs> it's in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Um, okay. And their Instagram and all that is the Nest Brooklyn. Okay. And um, so you know, having uh. I just want to interrupt the podcast to say I just found me a shiny hound hour. Gang, gang. (laughs) (laughs) 
so yeah, you're you're a big Pokemon fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know, man. I'm like sh losing fucking bricks right now, bro. <laughs> 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 That's what's shiny up. Shiny hunt. There's a shiny hunt on the Discord right now. <laughs> shout out to Discord. Shout out to the Discord. You feel me, son? Like shout out to the army. Shout out articulate. You know I'm out. Hey, bye. Well, uh, where were we? Where were we? Where were we? <laughs> um, I I'll was talking about answer. my first, my first connection with the Nest. Um, that was our first venue. Um, we're still doing shows there every month, every third Thursday. Could catch us five hundred four Flatbush Avenue. Um, and we had a really great turnout in the first event, and people. The response we've gotten is like, this is what people need, you know, mm -hmm. to, that's the space to feel safe, you know, that, that whether it's your first time, your 50th time, whatever, you're going to be in a room full of supportive, uh, creative minds that really are there to, to, to see you elevate. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I definitely do. As someone who's uh, performed on her stage about four to five times now, and um, I've spent like a written my first, my first and second time, and the last three times just straight freestyling up there, and like definitely a lot of love in the crowd. No matter what, if you stumble or uh, you kind of seem like you're like you're choking up on your words, we'll we'll help you run it back. We we definitely show a lot of love. It isn't like uh bad hecklers in the room at all like supportive hecklers at that like they, <laughs> they push forward you know <laughs> yeah like um what yeah i love that the events is um it gives a place for the underrepresented voices and uh everyone that's ever been told like your voice doesn't matter mm -hmm. in your day-to-day -day, like you can come to an articulate show and talk about whatever it is and um that's on your mind that's on your chest that's in your heart and really have a place where people are really listening you know not just like oh yeah okay huh, but they're like on their phone like everyone mm. is is with you on that journey on the stage and i think that's like a beautiful thing and i've had we've had so many people touch the stage for the first time and I think that's so powerful, and um, that's really why I created all this, just to have that place that anyone, you know, feels welcome, whether it's a seasoned artist or it's their first time, and that they can coexist in a way that builds and and makes them better in the, in their own way, no matter what level they're at. Um, and on top of that, we try to create different resources and connections and um, opportunities to build because um you know the arts are so slept on and um or they're corrupted or the music mm -hmm. industry and the art industry everything once it's um once it becomes a commodity it's mm. no longer you lose that you, you, your your creative expression mm. gets stifled and um bars, i want to i want to build bars. a world <laughs> I want to build a world where artists are thriving, you know, like, cause fucking being on the TV and, and showing off your ass and your, your, your new makeup, whatever bullshit, like just trying to 
shove shove products down people's throats and get their money mm. for some fucking bullshit that's ruining their skin and all that just bullshit chemicals made in china like and or supporting like corporations that don't give china though shout out china though (laughs) or support supporting corporations that don't give a fuck about you that exploit and misuse and like no um this is a community for the community by the community like we are going to elevate together whatever it takes and um we're gonna we're gonna be the 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 other you know like i'm always for the underdog and i feel like this community is like we're we're the underdog but we're gonna we're about to be the the overdogs mm, i see you rocky <laughs> the top <I> dogs <laughs> so um why uh the name articulate why um um why that like well, why did you decide on that so first of all everything starts with art so I kind of that word popped into my head because it starts with art. I said art spells a r t, a reflection of truth, and articulate is to express your art with the world. Um, so yeah, like to articulate is to enunciate or express yourself, and you do that through sharing your truth or your art. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what came to me um also i saw a video um of a spoken word piece that really inspired me a while ago by jamila Lyscott. um she actually did a talk at my school and i think she has a ted talk too called three ways to speak english and uh, she talks about um, what it means to articulate. Um, so definitely check that out. Three Ways to Speak English TED Talk by Jamila Lyscott. And um, yeah, like basically to articulate is to enunciate, to express, to to talk or um and it goes into our um our motto which is express connect elevate with express being the open mic or um any form of self-expression connect is to meet other creatives and um, build bonds and then to elevate is to grow together, give back to the community, and things of that nature. So the name, um, I wanted something that captured the that the expression of art, basically. And it kind of came to me like that. Even though there's already an Articulate.com, which is like a software company or something like that. But um, so we're Articulate NYC. <laughs> Gang, gang, kid. Um, so uh, I wanted to, I I wanted to talk a little bit more about um, like the your thoughts behind your creative expression, and um, I I had in mind that the interviews that I'll be doing, um, I want to ask things that go below 
beneath the surface and um really like see um the thought process your creative process any challenges and things like that um so one of the questions that i had is um what do you feel is your biggest passion and then what is the the thing that um you feel holds you back the most from your creative endeavors mm, um i'll say first and foremost uh responsibility you know we all have that we all have things we all have to take care of we all have uh things that go beyond uh our creative sometimes because uh, we have to deal with things outside of that and my passion first and foremost is um I guess make someone bug out. I just love the way that feels like, or the reaction of like uh, a line that you could come up with. Um, it'll make them like think like, damn, like, that's that's crazy ass line. How the fuck did you come up with that? Like have three, four, five like meanings to one line and just blow someone away. Like it's, I don't know, something that, um, as a kid, that when I first really started listening to rap, it's something that used to kind of, like, like always blow me away, kind of like uh, a hidden gem behind the lyric, you know? Like, there's, like, something behind the wall, you know, like a hidden door, something you didn't see before, like, you know, like, something I remember... Uh, 50 Cent said once in a... And uh, Eminem track, he said you could press play with rhyme, but you ain't gotta press play to sniff it. Something along those lines, and I just was like, wow, that's a crazy ass metaphor and shit like that. But it's just things like that in in rap that I've always like. When I first even read lyrics, or just like listened to lines for the first time, and then heard it again, and well, I thought, wow, that's that double entendre. Like, did that really? Did they mean to do that in the track? Like, oh, that's just something that like a fan like dug deep and like like you know like a theory like this is something they meant to say or something like that and they just ran with it but it's just something that really drives me in this passion and it's something that i see uh a lot more displayed now instead of the industry because everything is super mellow super toned a lot of the things that are are popular now is like super emo tracks and things like that and they're cool and all but um I guess uh, I get most of the things that I want to see in music off battle rap nowadays. And, um, yeah, so. So you're a, a big battle rap fan? Definitely, definitely. Who's your top five battle rappers? Uh, top five, top five, I would say, uh, as of right now, currently, I would say uh, I definitely fuck with New Jersey Twerk. Um not in any order, twerk, I would say, um, after that, Tay Rock, definitely, I fuck with K-Shawn, and, uh, Mike P in there, and, you know, someone from the other side, I definitely fuck with, uh, with Disaster, you know, for the most part, but, you know, I would say that's what I would go to right away. Alright, that's what's up, and, um, do you feel like, um, in terms of battle rap or in terms of performance in general like to you 
um, what wins around or what wins the crowd? Is it performance, delivery, um, bars or combination? Like, like what is it for you personally as a fan or as an onlooker or as a creator yourself? Like what, what to you is like, damn, that just blew my mind. It, it has to, there has to be a certain level of all of it in my point. And then, uh, a believable factor as well as and and even if there isn't anything belief for the artist or whoever it is on stage the fact that the facade comes off like they they can portray it they can they seem it they really believe that up there like like so for like like somebody that I really see is like that that's like in my mind like my personal opinion you know I walk out on that ledge like Cassidy's delusional like in my head like but he believes it like the dude is the best battle rapper in, in the whole world like there's no one better than him like he really says I'm 5,001 like what do you mean you 5,000 battles won and won zero losses like, like like you really believe that like that's that's crazy but to believe that and really like it's part of the the performance. It's also part of the material. It's also part of of, of getting it across and, and making the crowd react to that. And as you have to give them what you what they want, but at the same time, make them react to your material. Like it may not be the craziest thing in the world you may be saying, but it could be the most simplest thing in the world, like putting groceries in a plastic bag. But if you perform that line, like great enough and make it hit in a way that is just goes right well with the material perfectly like they'll react they'll eat that shit up you know and th that's that's what you got to learn to perfect to learn to do like and to transfer that and to do that's what people do in music now with like hooks it's it's if you notice music is digressed we don't see third verses anymore third verses are like history you know we don't hear yeah, that it's rare it's exactly rare. like to get a second verse on the on a song now is like just a feature now like most songs now you get a hook uh you get a pre-hook a hook then a verse then a hook again and that's the whole song the whole song is like two minutes unless someone releases one of those like creative expression albums and everyone's got some shit to say about it yeah. like oh they're in their creative bag like and it's like a 20 or 30 track album and who the <laughs> hell's sitting through that like but we get a good album and it's like seven six songs like you can't even finish a load of dishes before you're fucking done with the album <laughs> like it's like yeah it's yeah. things that in transitions people are doing for the stream and for the money you know i guess but it's things that that ruin the creative and ruin the music in a way in a sense to me and it's something that i just always like i inspired that's that's what i my passion my drive that's what i want to do that's i want to do the things that drop a 13 12 track album where it, every song is cohesive with the other it's all cohesive project it goes together it's not just bullshit features it's not a taste song it's not like a dip or appetizer where it's just a two minute song i don't i don't want to give you something like that i want to give you cohesive good song three minutes four minutes 352 whatever it doesn't something that's compact something together that feels complete not just something i, I ran off the back freestyle just put it together and here just sound cloudy or hit the shit up that's probably why i most likely that's my the thing that holds me back the most in my creative where 
I want to put stuff out, but I want it to be so perfect. Like, I want it to be so together. Like, you know, like, together in a way where all aspects comes together. It's all gritty. It's all good. It's all cut up. It's all mastered well. It's, it's time taken in that I didn't write this in a week and put it out. Like, nah, I worked on that for, like, a month and some change. Like, that was worked on. That the video was thought of. It wasn't just a video of me riding in the back of a car that I rented smoking a blunt with a chick twerking on the fucking hood like nah that's not what i'm there to do i'm just i'm there to pass something along with all this and nowadays especially i feel that the demand is for um for instant gratification and like mm. Like the attention span is just not there, so exactly. um, I feel like if sp artists feel like they gotta release a, a five track album or like uh, you know just mm. drop a single quickly before they're forgotten and left in the wayside, you right. know. Um, so a lot of artists, I feel like they're dropping albums before before they're ready because someone's pressing them to um, mm. to drop the album or. Or maybe they they are ready, but it's it's not, you know, it, it it's not really that they don't have that creative pride or the, um, they don't yeah they don't feel like like you know this is really captures them as a whole. It's just it's good, but um, it's not like their heart and soul is left on the line the way that they would for you know maybe a longer album. And that's not to say that you can't drop short album and it still be powerful and meaningful but nine times out of ten if someone's dropping a project that's um that's just you know uh seven songs max it, it most of the time it's 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 a disappointment to the um to people like me that's like more old school you know we mm -hmm. grew up with like 15 16 tracks 20 tracks on an album um and it wasn't always, you know, well, like a cover were, to cover. You're like a huge Wayne fan, too. So <laughs> I'm sure you were used to getting like a whole healthy full load of like definitely good music. Yeah, I had a Wayne phase. But like, um, you know, I grew up grew up in the 90s listening to like Jay-Z, Nas. Nas is like one of my top, top, top one even maybe um uh, i can't i can't do it <laughs> i'm so shout out queens though queens bridge you heard <laughs> i'm so like lyrical minded that uh you know like the the tupacs and the nas and the um those like real lyrical um minded artists i really appreciate that a lot and um I'm very old school, so I agree with you. Like, a lot of the shit that people drop nowadays is really, I don't know. It's just to, it seems like it's just to keep up with the, the demand because you, you drop an album and, and people already forget about it that mm -hmm. same week. You know, it's like you don't even have Unless time. Unless you're like Drake. <laughs> <laughs> you got the whole summer on lock and shit. You trying to yeah. hit me on my cell phone. Yeah, but um, I mean, I'm sure even Drake like feels pressure. Like he's got to drop singles consistently and things like that. So, I mean, I'm not really too industry-minded so that's not mm -hmm. really my 
forte but um just noticing trends and patterns of when i was younger to now how the music industry is like the i f i feel like it's it's impossible as an artist to keep up with the demand now of like i want i want the single now i want this i want you know and and then they they forget it they, they just mm -hmm. they're on to the next one already you know they play it for like a day and then that's it yeah for sure um and people are not really um i don't know like it's so few people really care about the the artistry and the 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 music and the like a lot of the shit i hear i'm like this is so watered down like i, I don't i'm not feeling anything off of this you know mm -hmm. and that's one thing like um you've been to how many like several of the articulate shows like um and not to like to toot my own horn or anything but i feel nah, like nah, that's... I'll, I'll toot the, i'll toot the horn for you like <laughs> you definitely like feel the vibe in the building there's definitely a lot of energy everybody's super supportive it's like people even yell out like where can we fucking find you like like <laughs> like i i remember like one of my first times i was just up there like oh like i have two on their instagrams people were just like we don't care just give us your instagrams like, like, <laughs> like and i was just like that's super like dope you know like you definitely feel the love in the building you know and it's definitely a, a place a community where you can definitely call home definitely um come back to and and you know the vision is growing the the mission is, is strong and nothing's gonna stop us you know nothing's gonna hold it down you know nothing's gonna stop the creative from being mm. creatives and um and to piggyback off that i think it's also um one thing that people tell me that they walk away from the event saying uh it's always a high caliber of artistry like almost every single person that touches the stage it, well i'll even say every single person that touches the stage is they make they make you feel something you know like um a lot of the talent is like through the roof um and uh even if it's someone that you know isn't the best performer or um you feel that like that hunger that drive that um you see the potential you really see like real artistry in its raw form regardless of if it's polished or not you know um that's something that is really special it's not so, someone's not going up there and like giving you some karaoke bullshit like no mm -hmm. no shade to you know any any other open mics or anything like that but <clears throat> you know <laughs> you know, we don't speak on those over here. We don't speak about the greatness. But I've been to, you know, I'm an artist too. I've been to some shows and I'm like, it's hard to sit through, you know. And that's one thing that I'm really proud of our events. Um, speaking of events, um, mm, so this is ahead. the this is the segment uh, of our podcast where I will recap the last last most recent event uh -huh. um which was um well you were there so what was the last event oh uh, the last event was at el Fogon. on the 12th friday the 12th uh-huh today is sunday um decisions are made <laughs> <laughs> things um, are clear so um yeah we've been doing events in the bronx at uh El Fogon, 
that's on uh, Home Street in South Bronx. Uh, this was our, I want to say our fourth or fifth event there. Um, and uh, Listen, man, long story short, fuck El Fogon, man. The fire's turned off. There's nothing there anymore. The shit is a homeless shelter. Ain't nothing gonna be popping off over there, man. Listen, man. The native, the army is moving on. Bombs away, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna edit that part out. <laughs> no, you're not. That's gonna be left right in there. <laughs> um. Anyway, so a recap of the show. Basically, um, the the night. It was a little, a little bit of a bit of a weird one. Um, it ended up being like pouring torrential downpour rain, first of all, which, uh, you know, a lot of people were late or a lot of people canceled due to the weather. You know, New York City weather be on some bullshit sometimes. Um, but uh, and then we had a little uninvited guest come through. Uh, Fucking try, weasel. Tried to disturb the Fucking peace. Fucking lame. <laughs> tried to disturb the peace but um despite it all um after they left we still um we had a great show we had food we had red wine um and then we had some dope artists um word the sangria lit boy like don't kids don't drink sangria it's, it's too much it's too oh yeah much. you Sangria. You had a, you were a little. Yeah, I had a little episode. <laughs> you know, sangria just creeps up on you, man. I like I, I like to drink whiskey because whiskey, you know, it's gonna fuck you up. You know when it's coming. Sangria, you don't. It just creeps up on you late at night, just like, hey, hey, buddy, what's going on? <laughs> like, oh my lord. Oh, and to recap, some of the artists. Um, we had Two Tone Eternal in the building. Who Do it is, for the money. <laughs> who is a uh, Bronx artist, uh, also an educator in the community. Um, had his own merch on and everything. He came through and did a song. Um, you can actually find it on Spotify if you search Two Dash Tone T O N E Eternal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called what? Do it for the money. She do it for the money. <laughs> um, we also had Kenny Sings in the building. K E K E N N I E underscore Sings. Bars. Um, also Bronx artist, uh, super talented. She didn't do her signature uh, electric slide. <laughs> Over the white man's supremacy. <laughs> and the melanin yeah um if y'all don't know what i'm talking about check out kenny sings um dope artist dope poet dope uh singer too but she doesn't she doesn't sing for us too often but mm-hmm. um yeah she's she's been supporting our shows and uh not only a dope and talented artist but super humble super down to earth super like supportive mm-hmm. um yeah do really appreciate her coming out we're celebrating um national poetry month so we had a lot of poets in the building so we had latoya in the building she uh is a poet uh she spit 
a couple poems for us as well. Um, we had Lee, the King underscore Lee, I believe. Young prodigy. Uh, he's only 19, and he was like helping us out with the sound system. Shout out Lee. Um, did a song for us. So had Matt. Yeah, Matt we in had the house. Mr. Figs. Figs in the building. Um, he's the co-founder. Young Matthew. <laughs> he's the co-founder of Articulate NYC. Um, also a published poet. Um, and then our feature for the evening was Emilio underscore the poet. It's his mm -hmm. Instagram, Emilio the poet, and you know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he is just like uh, he's a performer. In, yeah, in, his in, performance is through the roof. Like, uh, honestly, top notch. A one uh, steak sauce. <laughs> he's been featured with the Nets. He's been uh. He's been on uh, Blue Bloods, I yeah. think. Um, he, truly he has a book published. published. Published book. For sure. Uh, called I'm a Poet and You Know It. Mm -hmm. um, he's just... A few more bars to world renowned, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, definitely in the uptown community. He's like a celebrity there. So um, And super supportive, super like mm -hmm. for the people, for the community. Definitely much love, much love. Um, really appreciate his support always. Um, really happy that he came through. Uh, we had uh, Kita Blue, a new rap artist mm -hmm. in the building. Uh, and uh, Tyrone, a.k.a. Smooth. <laughs> Smooth singer. Yeah, uh, he did a little acapella. Um, so overall, like, yeah, the, the talent was there. Um, we had some food and, uh, and, and uh, what do you call it? <laughs> Smoothies from yeah. uh, a local uptown juice shop oasis uh yeah oasis juice bar on 125th and broadway and their second location just opened up on 139th and broadway um and that uh the owner's name is abdi he also owns a space which we use as one of our venues uh we have a show coming up there this month on the 27th that's at Oasis Powerhouse, 600 West 139th Street. Uh, we're going to do a show April 27th from 7 to 11 p.m. It's called ART, A Reflection of Truth. And uh, we're dedicating that show to Nipsey Hussle. Uh, so I, I believe an artist, we, we have a couple visual artists, uh, I think, coming in to show off uh, some pieces that they did of Nipsey. Yeah, we there. there's a couple um, people performing pieces that they dedicated to Nipsey. By the way, um, rest in power to him. Uh, yeah, rest in peace, Nipsey, man. Stay true to your hustle. Yeah, so um, we just... Uh, like I feel recently, you know, his name has been coming up a lot. I've seen I've seen good and I've seen bad things out there, you know, mm. um, because as you know, as you know, he was affiliated with the streets in a way. Um, but at the same time, he was doing so much for the community, um, giving back and really um, 
kind of uh, spearheading the buy back the block and mm-hmm. like putting putting the money to circulate back into the community and um, really like doing things to incite change and uh, especially with the Dr. Sebi uh, documentary and uh, really promoting health and wellness and and the community, especially for minorities and people of color and um, everyone that's underrepresented. Like, uh, he really was, like, uh, a, a, a role model. Yeah, um, he's definitely about to change. Even uh, if you go back and see, listen to his music, if you weren't a big fan, you know, Nipsey has a, a huge load of music that he put out as definitely all inspiring even his interviews there were things uh dimes he dropped constantly dimes of knowledge that people can just take in and absorb and really you know see it and you know rest in peace to him you know he's resting in paradise he's he's happy he's in a much better place and you know we gotta look at these moments where they take away the great ones you know the ones that shed the light that really try to follow the change and we really gotta continue the marathon as he said like the marathon isn't over we gotta keep pushing we gotta keep striving for our people because they can't be just it is what it is you know we gotta cause the change because we are the people Mm. you know the the system doesn't run the system without you know gears moving in place and we as the gears we gotta learn how to break out you know yeah and a lot of um like you said his music there was a lot of lines that were really empowering. Like mm-hmm. he, he always was like, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, like you, you're, you're important. Like you right. can, you can strike that change in within your own community. We can buy back mm-hmm. our communities from these gentrifiers and colonizers. Um, so I think, uh, I, I, I've been really inspired and in looking more into like his old interviews and things like that and to see um you know to try to shed light on what we can do um not to just talk about it and spit about it but really like be about it and incite change and go to these Mm -hmm. meetings and and go to these protests and um like not just have a voice but um spark change and action in different ways so um yeah the little things matter man don't think just because oh i'm just gonna go there and you know just if you go there sometimes just the presence can help you know the the an artist a collective you know a bunch of people there that that are are doing something together to surge and, and move forward you know it, it it matters you know like a team you know not one person can make something happen it takes a a whole bunch of people it takes a foundation a family you know people that actually mean something that don't just come in and just want to just thrive off of the movement at the moment you know and there's so many like flaws in the system that uh i think that it's 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 really important to not as I, I sometimes you know you you start talking to people and recently I've I've heard people say well you know the problem's too big or or my boy you know I'm too small or that type of mentality never too big and we never too small <laughs> <laughs> um shout out biggie <laughs> but like you know if we all have that mentality 
we're gonna be small forever but it it really one person can do a lot of things like it sounds fucking corny and and but trust me like if you have that passion and that drive in your heart and you have one person um just recently um someone told me that all you need to create a community garden is a plot of land in your hood and 10 10 people Mm -hmm. shout out to yon village um Mm -hmm. and like you see a lot of it is like people just don't know what the resources are or how to go about things but it's really not as hard as you think to spark change you know um and that's kind of like one of the things i think that um sometimes all it takes is just really just to come out to one of those events i know how sometimes it is you you get up that day and you don't want to go anywhere you're tired and but i'm telling you sometimes all it takes is to walk into one of these articulate events and really you you just meet someone and and it really causes fate and just an electrical vibe just across across the room and just you never know. You really never know who you meet at, at these events. You know, these events are inspiring. People from all over the city come out. You know, we touch all bases through the city. You know, we will be hitting. We uh, had an artist from Rome. Did I mention that? Yeah, we had from an artist Rome, come from Rome. From fucking yeah. Rome and Peru. And Peru. Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> fucking insane. You know, someone who traveled halfway across the world to play a guitar at, at a stage, you know? So. You really don't know who you meet ever at these events. We really bring everyone out. We really show so much love. And we are here to inspire you and really give you the platform to perform. No matter dance, art, or music, whatever you call art is what we're there to help you express. Even comedy, come down, bring down some jokes. You know, you want to yeah, bomb. Please be funny. <laughs> please. We're like two for two on comics. <laughs> we had some. We had some good ones, but we had some 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 duds. But we will, we appreciate you anyway. If you yeah, want to test out love. your material. Even if it's trash, we'll support it. But, like, please. Please. Bring your jokes, bro. Bring, bring, bring the jokes. Yeah, because sometimes I really want to laugh. And when you set me up and then you... I just, like, like yeah. I just, I just want to laugh. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, do we have a song for the week, Anya? Miss Nova. Um, well, I've been a little uh out of touch with <laughs> the music industry lately so i'll but let what, what I'll is let it you... that you play throughout the week do you, you i'm sure you listen to something you can't be a seldom soul who walks and listen to nothing what are you a fucking robot like actually um, <laughs> well i've been listening to a, a lot of um nipsey this mm, this past uh, few weeks um, so you're gonna make me get a nipsey bag just just to you know honor um but like recently i don't know i've been i haven't been too inspired by the new new music that's coming out so i've been listening to a lot of old school but but i i heard that you there's a song that that you you have that you've been on oh my song yeah my song where well, i've been going down the old western road yeah yeah let's hear it 
Well, my song is uh recently by a new artist that has hit the platform recently and apparently country music don't aren't too fond of his music unfortunately. You know, but I'm here to support the young cat. I'm here, you know, I'm here to show love, you know, and he goes by the name of Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road, the remix. So, you know, we're going to check this out right here and listen to greatness. Nobody tell me nothing. So you already <clears throat> So you know, check that out, check that out. That's just super dope, super fire, you know, can't play the whole thing, you know, we ain't getting paid for that. But you know <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what the, the legalities of it, but I heard that under thirty seconds you're good, so <laughs> <laughs> So we <laughs> running under those lines right now. <laughs> <laughs> Until whoever Whoever want to sponsor us, Apple Music, Spotify, holla at us, please. Uh, we're, we're waiting for the bag. So, right now comes the time where the old buddy of mine likes to say, you ain't got to stop listening to us, but the podcast is officially over, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? You are free to click any more episodes. We will be uploading continuously. We are here Every for week. you. We love you all. Thank you so much. Goodbye. Thank, thank you for listening. And we'll be here every week with new interviews, behind the scenes talk, and, um, you know, a little nonsense sprinkled in here and there. <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. This has been episode one of Infinity. Oh, and beyond go. and beyond let's go articulate the army is here kid oh you can follow us on all social media platforms articulate nyc thank you for listening <laughs>